the other thing too that I think helped me was that going I go back to the, the web presence you know when you take away the home shows and you take away you know a lot of the festivals and, and all of these events that people you know, some of my competitors that's what were their primary lead source was you know everybody was forced to go online and there I was you know sitting and waiting I think it really helped me get the pie is definitely bigger but I think I'm also getting a bigger piece of it This is the Wealthy Contractor Podcast, brought to you by G4 Marketing. Interviews with today's top home improvement entrepreneurs about marketing, sales, money, mindset, and lifestyle. Now, here's your host, Brian Kaskavalsian. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. This is Brian Kaskavalsian with G4 Marketing Group. And today's interview is with Steve Glaze. What a cool name, Steve Glaze. That's like two syllables, both names. Right. Steve Glaze. So Steve is out of Kansas City. We're going to hear his story in just a minute. But I want to make sure that everybody gets a copy of this book. Very important book. It's called The Seven Secrets to Becoming a Wealthy Contractor. You can get a free copy. How do you get a free copy? Basically, I buy the book you pay shipping and handling. So just go to thewealthycontractor.com, thewealthycontractor.com, get a copy of the book, and it, in it, you're gonna learn a lot about how to make more money, how to make, take more time off, and really how to take control of your business so that you can use it for what it's intended for. And what is it intended for? It's intended to be a tool for helping you live whatever ideal lifestyle you have in mind. All right. So go get a copy of the seven secrets to becoming a wealthy contract. All right, Steve, welcome. Thank you for, for being here. We are going to talk about, this is interesting. So I'm going to be completely transparent. Like I always am. Me and Steve met eight minutes ago, (laughs) which is always kind of interesting. And within three minutes of talking to him, He's a really interesting dude, and I told him to stop talking because I wanted to make sure I got it on the recording. So give everybody, you know, let's do the typical, give everybody the two-minute version of who you are, tell us a little bit about your business, and then we'll dive into talking about internet. Absolutely. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for having me. Basically, I, I grew up, my father owned a roofing and remodeling business, and I can remember as far back as when I was a sophomore in high school going and, you know, started knocking doors in the summers. And, and, you know, from that point, it was, then I was writing, giving estimates. And by the time I was graduated high school, I was managing crews and, you know, running sales calls and all of this. Went to college, but still in the summers, I would work for my dad's roofing business and we chased hailstorms, you know, throughout the Midwest. Kansas City gets hit quite a bit, but when it didn't hit here, we were in, we'd find ourselves in Iowa or Oklahoma or somewhere and did that for a long time with my dad's business and then decided, you know, as I started raising a family, I didn't want to travel as much. And so about four years ago, my wife and I started Smart Exteriors and it just focuses here in Kansas City on, you know, roofing, siding, windows, the exterior of the home, gutter guards, that that whole thing. And, you know, we've been been doing really well. So we just focus on, you know, expanding our offering as opposed to expanding geographically. 
and primarily our number one thing that we sell is siding. And then after that, I would say gutter guards and then roofing, unless there's a hailstorm, we do more, but that's pretty much where we're at today. Awesome. So the first thing I said to Steve, well, not the first thing, but one of the first things I said to him within that, that three minutes was, damn, your website's cool. He's got a really, really cool website. It's just for context, don't go ripping him off, but it's smartextpros.com. And so let's start with that, Steve. So I said to you, hey, you have a really cool website. And you said... I said that that was my whole plan was to build a foundation. The first, you know, three, four years of businesses you know, build the foundation. And by doing that, I mean, by having a web presence and, you know, reviews and, and everybody goes online, you know, and checks you out before they call you out there. And so that's, that's where I started. This is, this is probably the third version of my website. You know, it's like when I first started, you know, the whole idea was, well, we've got to get something up just to be credible. You know, just so when somebody Googles you or somebody types it in, they, they can just see something. And so we, we did the first version of that. And I, it looked very similar to what you see today. So it was a nice website, but it wasn't fully optimized and things like that. So then I got into AdWords, you know, because right when you first start a business, you've, the first thing I do is, okay, well, now I need leads, right? I need somebody to go talk to. And so, you know, we started doing like the home advisors and the you know, Google AdWords and things like that. When you get into Google AdWords, you realize that, you know, conversion optimization is very, very important. You know, it's very, very expensive to not. And so the version two of my website was let's optimize for conversion. So we did that. And then version three. Hold on. I want you to tell people what that means because this is, this is critical. I mean, we were, Mm -hmm. I, I was in my local mastermind group yesterday and we had a big conversation with one of the guys about this yesterday. So let's talk a little bit about what that, what that is. And then I'll make sure that we. Yeah. Yeah. No, what that means is, you know, you can have a website that looks, looks nice and has pictures and gives credibility to, okay, yeah, they've done some jobs and you know, whatnot, but there's not a real specific path that you lead the customer down to filling out a form and, or calling you and, you know, converting. And that's really what you're looking for is we want people to go to your website, but what you really want them to do is call you and ask for an estimate. And so you've got to lead them down that path. And so that's what conversion optimization is, is it's basically, you know, right off the bat, if they just want you know, you're asking for their for them to fill out a form and give you their information so you can contact them. And then, you know, if they don't do that, they scroll down a little bit. It's like, okay, credibility, credibility, then ask again type of thing. And, you know, you're just basically walking them down that path. Then this is what I want you to do. And the steps of the sale is, you know, how easy it is. And, and just getting people the direction to do what it is you want them to do. Yeah. And, it, and if I can add something to that, there's another level to that too, mm-hmm. which is, what happens once the form comes into the office? Mm-hmm. Because it's one thing to convert. So when he's talking about conversion optimization, I, my guess is just, just looking at this for two minutes is you guys are doing testing, tweaking. You're looking at, does this work? Does that work? What works better? See, the mm-hmm. mistake that a lot of people make with this is they just put up a form, they put up a website, and then they don't, that's it. And then they drive traffic to it and they wonder why am I spending so much money and not getting results? Well, Mm -hmm. because you got to test, you got to see how do I get more people to fill out the form? How do I get my conversion from click to form fill from 10% to 14%? 
from 14% to 22%. The other thing with that too is how do I get, once that form comes in, who in my office is, is, is accountable and responsible for converting that into an appointment, right? Because Absolutely. It's getting a form fill is fine. It's great, but you're, you have, you, you have to be done at that point. Right. And, you, and we found that you have to re- reach back out to that person to get the absolute best chance of converting that to an actual appointment within five minutes of the time that they place that, you know, the, fill out that form, push the send button. And so you, we're, we're right now doing it, you know, typically in two to three minutes. But with that first five minutes after that, just that you lose them. It's amazing. If you call them back an hour later, they're on to something else. You get their voicemail. They're, they're not thinking about it. And they've, they kind of already moved on. They just, yeah. just don't convert when, as well. Do you mind my asking what an average click cost is? I would say, gosh, it depends. But on average, because they go anywhere from, you know, $60 for the most expensive one to $5. So okay. probably in the 20, 30 range. Okay. So, so think about this, guys. So, th- and this is why this is such an important conversation. So $20 right. just for a click, mm-hmm. 20, that's it. You just spent 20 bucks and now you sent somebody to your website. Now, if your conversion on that's one out of 10, to get a form, that form fill has just cost you $200, 20 times 10 people coming to the site, $200. If you, and I'm glad you said the five minute thing, but you are, you're right. In fact, the higher percentage of people will respond within 60 seconds, mm-hmm. two minutes at the most, right? Mm-hmm. So you guys getting on that within the first two to three minutes is very smart mm-hmm. because you're absolutely right. People don't realize, oh, I, I'll go out and I'll work all day and then I'll come home at the end of the day or I'll go back to the office at the end of the day and I'll call the people that form filled. No, they're gone. Right. They, went to, they went to Steve because Steve called them back in two minutes. He's already set an appointment with them. You're done. You're toast at that point, right? Right. You know, and that's the whole thing, especially when you're, you're new and, and you're, you're doing this and you're one man band or whatever, you know, you, you start spending this money and you realize I'm not going to spend all this money to have my phone ring and then not answer it. Right. You know, or, you know, I know so many guys that they literally don't answer their phone. They, they wait, they make everybody leave a message. And then they, at the night they go through their messages, fill out who they're going to call back and, and try and chase them. And then they're, they're getting like, you know, five to 10% of the people that call them even. And so when you start realizing you're spending how much, like you said, how much money you're spending. I mean, when you're doing AdWords, for example, it's very expensive and it's really expensive if you don't know what you're doing. It's in fact, it's, it's prohibitive expensive if you don't know what you're doing. And so you have to not only get as many clicks as you can, but then you've got to turn those clicks into appointments and then you better learn how to close too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's good to have, you know, this is something that now you want to pay somebody to do you you, I don't know if you're paying somebody to do it or if you're doing it yourself, but this is something that you want to pay somebody to do more than likely, but, but, but there are good people and there are, you know, just like with anything else, you got good people and you got not so good. Okay. So we talked about your version two, you focused on conversion optimization third version you were starting to talk so, about yeah then basically the third version is the search engine optimization you know then you start playing the you know now i've got the leads everything's coming in everything's going good you start playing the long game a little bit and you start realizing that that's where that's really where it's at because you know when you're doing the ad words you know i always say if 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 things got really bad and you know 
we have a bad month. We couldn't afford advertising. We turn it off tomorrow. If you're doing AdWords, you're you're screwed because there's nothing there's nothing left to do. There's nobody calling. But if you're if you're building that that reputation and you're building that online presence and you're doing it organically, you know, if, if you have a couple bad months and you had to turn it off, you're not gonna you're still gonna have the phone's still gonna ring, still coming in, you know, and it's gonna take a little bit for that to, to taper off. And so that's what we try to try to do. Yeah. No, I love too that uh, this is one of the comments I made is. You know, we do at G4, we're all about Google reviews. I and mean, we drive, you know, thousands of Google reviews for our clients. And I'm looking at your, your Google reviews. You've got 45 reviews. You're at 4.9 stars. And so probably <laughs> happens, and you're a siding company. So probably you're, you also get a lot of organic through this Google local because you're probably in, in some searches just because of the keywords and, and all of the back end that you're doing on this. Mm -hmm. If somebody types in best siding Kansas City, Mm -hmm. or best siding company Kansas City, you're probably likely showing up in that Google three pack somewhere. Yeah. And that's a free lead, mm -hmm. right? And yes. that's because you have good reviews. Right. Yeah, it is. And those reviews, it, you know, I, I had 5.0 and then I've got one guy that the, the only non five-star review I got was a guy that called in and we told him we couldn't do his, he wanted a little repair on a soffit. And I said, we just can't get to it right now. We're just too busy with other projects. So he left me a poor review because I wouldn't give him an estimate, but you have to, you have to prepare for that. I guess I was a little, I was a little taken back when I didn't get, when I lost my perfect 5.0 rating. But here's, here's something though. And, and you know what? It's funny because, I say this to people all the time, and yet I kind of break the rule a little bit. But at G4 Marketing, we've got like 100 and I don't know, I think we're at 120 reviews and we're at five stars. And I say to people all the time, you're kind of your sweet spot, especially for home improvement, large volume, you know, mm -hmm. you, your sweet spot's kind of 4.6 to 4.8. You want to have a couple of those in there? Right. Just because it's like, it, you could point to it and it's real and you can like use it in your sales presentation right. and be proactive about it. And, and uh, you know, everybody should be using their reviews if they're good. If they're not good, you should make them good and get a lot of them, but you should be using reviews in your sales presentations, which I would imagine you guys are. And you want to point out the fact like if you have something bad mm -hmm. or if somebody did leave you a bad review, you want to get to them and point it out yourself rather than let them find it when you leave. Right. So if they've not already done their research on you and the minute, and they sign a contract with you and you leave and they're like, Oh crap, what did I just do? I just signed a $15,000 contract. I, I let me go look for any reason to cancel with these people. Right. And then they go and they see that one four star review and they, they use that as an excuse. But if you bring it up first, Right. You right. can kind of offset that. Yeah. And, and it just goes back to why it's so important to harvest, you know, the reviews and the five star reviews so that when, you know, inevitably you ever do get the one that just, you know, you could make the customer happy and they, they, they leave a bad review. You know, you've got 50 other ones that offset it. We're going to stop here for a quick break. 2020 has been full of changes and opportunities. One of these opportunities is that you now get to attend Accelerate Live 2021 from the comfort of your home or office for the first time ever. 2021 is the year that's going to set you apart from your competition 
and this event delivers the ideas, strategies, and tools that will help you achieve more high-quality leads, more sales, and more profits fast in 2021. But don't just take it from us. Hear what these attendees have to say. If you want to be successful and you want to learn new things that are going to help your business grow, that are going to help you become a better leader, who are going to help you have more freedom as a business owner, you're definitely going to want to attend. If they want to light their business on fire, this is the event to do it with. So go to AccelerateEvent.com today. Attendance is extremely limited and the price is going to go up the closer we get to the event. So get registered at AccelerateEvent.com at the best price available today and set your business up for a successful 2021. And now back to the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. Absolutely. So cool. So that is some good to anything else on the internet that you Well, I think that that's just, it's just, no matter what advertising you do, you know, as you move into the, to radio or TV or direct marketing, it, it all drives everybody back to your website, you know? And so that's why you've got to start there. You've got to have it optimized. You got to have a good presence. You got to have the reviews. And I think before you, you get into all that stuff, because it just, you know, that, that stuff's expensive as well. You know, and they're all coming back to your website and that's where it determines if they, they look at it and they say, eh, you know what, I'm going to keep looking or this it just reaffirms everything that they are looking for and wanting to hear and find and, and it just success builds upon success. And so that's, that's why I just think it's the most important thing, especially for a new business to, to get going. Yeah, absolutely. So what's great is, is you've got these five star for all intents and purposes. I mean, you've got all five star mm-hmm. reviews. Correct. And you said something interesting before we turned on the recording was that you want to grow through services, additional services, rather than geographically. So basically what you're saying is when I get a customer, I want to get that customer to come back and buy more stuff from us, or I just want to cast a wider net so I can get more customers coming in. Can you talk a little bit about that strategy and, and where it came right. about well, and what you're doing? Yeah, because like I said, my background was in the roofing, hailstorm, storm damage repair, you know, background. And so we're basically selling a roof and maybe some gutters. And so what I wanted to do is, especially in in Kansas City, roofing is great when there's a hailstorm, but then the three years in between every hailstorm, you know, you you struggle. And so what I meant by that was, is so now we offer siding, we offer gutter guards, we offer windows, you know, we even do decks now. And so we have all these different services so that even when there's not a hailstorm, we've got something to sell. And actually, like I said, siding is our biggest portion of our business. But with that, you know, we, we do a lot of gutter guards, decks, windows, and things like that. I mean, we're working on a project now that the customer wants everything. And so we just we nice. do it all. <laughs> Those are the best. Right. Now, are you cross-marketing? So if you get a customer that buys siding, are you, do you have a system in place now to keep going back to that customer to ask them, hey, we also do windows, we also do roofing, we also do... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we we do. We everybody gets a, an email from us at least four times a year, so that they kind of keep up with what we're doing. We'll run different specials and things like that. But like with the siding, every time we do a even provide a siding estimate, we provide them with a quote for our gutter guards because that's something that you know we feel like most people need. And so we we get a lot of sales on that that people were not even looking for gutter guards, but once you know we show it to them. And then they're like, yeah, let's do that too. And so that's as far as cross market, we do some of that on our, uh, we do, we have some 
direct mail pieces that we do that on the front is like the, the all about the gutter guards, but then you flip it over on the back and it shows picture of siding, roofing, you know, to let them know that we do these other things as well. So we do a little bit of cross marketing. Yeah. It's smart. Different people have different philosophies mm-hmm. about this, right? And, and you have to choose what's right for you. So there's some companies like yours that offer a wide range of product and they can get it done. They can do it. Whereas there's others that focus, they're either, they're just mm-hmm. doing windows or they're just doing bathrooms or they're just doing whatever roof. Yeah. And I, I do, I, I see the, I see the advantages of both. And yep. for me, it's about, it, 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 it it's about we don't do anything we can't do well. I mean, that's why decks is something that we've just started doing this year because I didn't feel like I had the the crews and the expertise to do it well. And so I would get customers, they would ask me, they're like, well, hey, you know, when you're doing my siding, can you do my deck too? You know, and I would have to tell them no until, until you just feel comfortable you can do it and do it well. Because I mean, again, the reputation is everything. The five-star reviews, I can't, it's not worth it to me. It's not worth taking on an extra, you know, project just to not not perform well. So I think that's the thing is you, you can't just go out there and say yes to everything. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that people ask us to do. Like, you know, can you do this addition? Can you build me a sunroom? Can, you know, we have to say no, 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 no. But as we, you know, each year, well, that was kind of what I was doing is each year just trying to add, you know, one thing and get good at it and, and then kind of grow that way. But I, there was definitely something to just being a, the best, you know, like leaf filter, for example. I mean, you know, they're hundred million dollar year company and all they sell is gutter guards, you know, yeah. so there's, there's something to that. I, I get it. Like you said, I mean, they both, they both work. Mm-hmm. But, but the key is if you are going to do multiple things, make sure you do them well. Absolutely. Take on things that you do, you do well. Yeah, that's, that, that's cool. So how have things been for you? So we're recording this in the middle of September. Mm-hmm. How, how has this year been going for you? Are you doing well? Are you, how are you doing? We're doing well. We're ahead of, well ahead of where we were last year. I was concerned, obviously, with everybody when, you know, all the lockdowns and COVID and all this craziness happened. But I was pleasantly surprised that, you know, we actually got busier in the spring than uh, we were last year and it carried through the summer. I would say the fall, right? It's kind of weird because usually as soon as the kids go back to school at the beginning of September is when like our busiest season ever. And we're not as busy as we were in the spring right now, but still the same as last year. So, I mean, if things are going well, I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I think that's industry wide. I mean, I think the people I've been talking to, you know, I think industry wide, everything is up this year. Yeah, it's, this has been, I mean, it's, it's been ugly and bad. And there's a lot of, you know, there are a lot of people that are hurting out there, but home, this has been an absolute boom mm-hmm. for improvement. I mean, all of my clients are as busy as they've yes. ever been. So it's been awesome. Yeah. You know, business-wise, it's, it's been awesome. Again, the other thing too, that I think helped me was the, going, I go back to the, the web presence. You know, when you take away the home shows and you take away, you know, a lot of the festivals and, and all of these events that people, you know, some of my competitors, that's what were their primary lead source was, you know, everybody was forced to go online and there I was, you know, sitting and waiting. I think it really helped me get the pie is definitely bigger, but I think I'm also getting a bigger piece of it. Yeah. Good. Good. So, so this has been really good. I guess, I guess, let's see, what else can I ask you, man? I'm doing some good stuff over there. Oh, you know what I did want to ask you about? Mm-hmm. I know we can wrap it up from there. So you're using a strategy that I've used for, for 20 something years, ever since I first discovered it. And that is using a book. 
mm-hmm. to market your your business. So it's interesting, you know, ever since I learned the strategy in 1996, I've used that strategy in every business that I have started or had at the time. And so you have a book on your website, you actually make it available at Amazon. And so what prompted you to, to do that? Why did you, why did you write a book? Well, for a couple of reasons. One, I did a, I'm, I did a lot of research and we don't, if you notice, look at our, like for citing, for example, you know, a lot of companies, this, this goes back to a lot of companies will sell just one product, you know, that's like, we're steel siding and this is it. And there's everybody else is terrible and you got to have steel siding. So I'm not that way. I went with, you know, there's three or four that I like, but I did a lot of research on all the different products and some, you know, are better in some situations than others and whatnot. And so I learned a lot about the different siding products out there and I reviewed the warranties is what's, you know, what's real, what's not, and what's, and so I felt like I had a lot of information that people weren't putting out there. You know, you see it on a sales brochure, but what's really in the warranties and what's it really cover and, and all of that. And, and plus my experience in talking with installers and things. And so I felt like I had something to offer. And then the guys that do my, you know, a lot of my SEO type stuff were just like, you know, that there would be a great opportunity to do that and get it on Amazon and have Amazon, you know, linking back to your website, never a bad thing either. And so we decided to, to pursue that. And it's, it's been, you know, originally I wasn't sure anybody was ever going to read it. You know, I just thought I'll put it up there and, it, you know, SEO purposes and credibility and all of this. But it's crazy. This year I go out to a customer's house and they, they told me that they had read my book and that's why I'm there. And I was, I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. They didn't get any other estimates. Yep. It was uh, like the second largest project we've ever done. And then end up getting the neighbor you know, and then his brother just, so it's been, it's been great. It's been, it's been something I, I'm glad yeah. I did. Yeah. So it's interesting because I, for years ago, an amazing client that's been with us for 10 years now, Ari Hausch uh, and family, Ari's roofing. And a few years back, quite a few years back, I was in their office and we were talking about challenges for the next year and blah, blah, blah. And I said to Ari's one of those clients, he's amazing. I, if I recommend something, he says, okay, Brian, just go ahead and do it. You know, it doesn't ask me how much, doesn't just, okay, let's do it, right? And so what we did was we, we put together a book. There mm-hmm. he is, Barry. Awesome. Um, and it's, it was for, it's specifically for roofing. It's called the Informed Consumer's Guide to a Successful Roofing Project. And, you know, we, we put this book together for him and the same things started to happen. Like they were going to a home show and uh, it's a long story, but basically he didn't, he, they were, they just go to the home shows just to go and see clients and this and that. I'm like, no, no, no. We, <laughs> right. got leave. we were almost done with the book, almost done. And I said, Ari, I'm going to take what we have right now. I'm going to print out some copies and I'm going to send them to you just so that you could show people, Hey, I have a book coming out. This woman walks up to the booth and they start talking. She's, she's the head of a, a huge HOA. They're looking for a roofer. He says, hey, let me get you a copy of my book. And she's right. right? Your book. Right? You're a roofer. Right. Who would you right. have a offer? You're a siding guy. Why would you have a book? He goes and he brings her a copy of the draft copy of the book. Gives it to her. Ends up, a couple months later, ends up getting that job. $1.5 million. Now, was it because of the book? No. Did the book help? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It completely set them apart from everybody else. And, and it's amazing. It is such a powerful strategy. And what you said that it, it was a huge job, right? The person that yep. said, oh, I read your book. It was a huge job. And you, they didn't look at anybody else. Nope. Right? Because they're with the guy. Right. Here, this is the guy. Right. He wrote the book. So he's the guy. Right. Right. 
And then, of course, when you performed and you did what you said you were going to do, they told their neighbors and you got the neighbors and all of that. It is such a powerful marketing strategy and people just don't, just don't use it. We use it for lead gen and for sales conversion. So if you're using it for lead gen, like you have it on your website, you fill out a form, I would imagine you probably send them a PDF of it, yep. and then you follow up with them, right? Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. I mean, it's, it's such an amazing strategy. We, yeah, we do this for roofers. We, it's one per market, obviously. You don't have right. one. We do the all of it for them. And last year, we created a window one, too. So we've got a window book. We've got a roofing book. At some point, I might put together a siding book, depending on the on demand for it. But Well, Steve, this has been this is really good. Happy to meet you 36 yeah. minutes ago. Well, I'm happy to meet you as well. I'm a longtime listener. I've been listening for the last couple of years to, to the podcast. And then uh, when it came across that I had an opportunity to actually be on it, I thought, absolutely, that, that would be cool because, yeah. like I said, I, it's one I enjoy listening to. Awesome. So uh, great. I wish you continued success. Thank you for, for being here. And again, to everybody uh, that, that is uh, listening, make sure if you haven't done so already, go get a copy of The Seven Secrets to Becoming a Wealthy Contractor. It's guaranteed. I bought the book. Just pay shipping and handling. If for any reason whatsoever you don't like the book, just let me know. I'll keep the book and I'll send you your money back. But it's an important book. Get it in your hands, go through it, and I think it'll make a real difference in your business and in your life. So until next time, this is Brian Kaskavalsian with G4 Marketing Group, and this is the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. All right, so that's it for today's episode of the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. Let me ask you, did it help you look at your business in a new way? Did it spark an idea or ideas you hadn't thought of before? Do you have a list of action items that you can take and implement into your business or your life today? I really hope so. Now, before you go, make sure you subscribe to the Wealthy Contractor Podcast so you get access to the latest episodes as soon as they're available. We're always striving to provide you with great content so you don't want to miss what's coming up. And a favor. I'd really appreciate it if you'd go to iTunes and post a review of this podcast. Let us know how we're doing. The Wealthy Contractor Podcast is brought to you by G4 Marketing Group, where we help contractors of all kinds create customers, keep customers, and multiply their customers and profits. If you're interested in reaching new levels of success for your company, visit www.gfourmarketing.com. Or just call us at 305-856-8788 to schedule your free, no-obligation, wealthy contractor strategy session. Now, during this strategy session, we're going to look at eight key performance factors in your business, and we're going to help you uncover opportunities for growth, for leads, for sales, and for profit. And finally... We started the Wealthy Contractor as a resource to help you, the home improvement entrepreneur, regardless of where you are on the wealthy scale, get where you want to go. We want to provide you with the motivation, the confidence, the resources, and the tools so you too can live the life of the Wealthy Contractor. 
Now, the wealthy contractor is a place where it's okay for you to want it all. In fact, it's not only okay, it's encouraged. So until next time, this is Brian Kaskovalsian with G4 Marketing Group.